Well, some 500,000 people are living with dementia here in Australia, with a further 1.6 million involved with their daily care. And joining us on the line is Marie McKay, the CEO of Dementia Australia. Good morning, Marie. Good morning, Joe. Now, I know the theme for Dementia Action Week, which is this week, is Act Now for a Dementia-Friendly Future. Why that theme? What is the significance of that? Well, we know that communities that are dementia-friendly are much more inclusive. We know that people live better in those communities. We know that they get to stay involved in the things that are important to them and that there's less stigma and discrimination. And we are really keen to encourage communities to take on more things to be dementia-friendly. And we have resources for individuals, for organisations and also for communities. We love this, Marie. I know there's going to be a lot of people listening who this resonates with. So how can we actually support the people living with dementia within our community? The first thing that we can do is raise awareness, both for ourselves and for others. And we've got lots of resources on our website, dementia.org.au forward slash Dementia Action Week. We can also make sure that we include people living with dementia, ask them, what are the things that would make a difference for you? What can we do that would make that difference? We can also look at how we communicate, and that is really important. People's ability when they have dementia to deteriorates over time and it may be that their communication becomes impaired, they may have difficulty thinking or staying part of a conversation and being sensitive to that is really important. Then the other area is design, dementia friendly design and making sure that our spaces have adequate lighting, that we can see that there is colour contrast which is important for people because they can have perceptual disturbances as as their dementia deteriorates and also looking out for people living with dementia. If we see somebody that's confused or they look unsure, just say, look, what can I do to help? Are you okay? Marie, one, as I mentioned before, dementia is not a normal part of ageing. I have been puzzled for many years in the health game that we now recognise that we don't have an effective treatment. We probably don't even understand how these things develop, but we know there's inflammation involved. But why has it taken us so long to recognise that educating about reducing the risk is the most important factor in dementia? It is a great question and I think that the more that we understand about that and the evidence is now more compelling than it's ever been that it is possible to reduce our risk of developing dementia. And one of the things about risk that many people don't know is that hearing loss can actually increase our risk of developing dementia but attending to it can reduce our risk to that of the the general population. So there are a number of things that we can do. Diet is really important. We recommend the Mediterranean diet. Exercising our body and our brain makes a big difference. The brain loves to learn and staying socially engaged is is about learning too. We're learning new things as we socialise. But the other thing is avoiding head injury, looking after our vascular health. We know what's good for our heart is good for our brain 
keeping our blood pressure and our cholesterol in, within good limits. So they're the sorts of things that we can do that really can reduce our risk of developing dementia. Marie, one of the words that is often associated with dementia is grief, not only for those who are experiencing people who are with dementia patients who are alive, but also those who are actually with dementia. Can you run through how that grief affects the different people? Indeed, look, if we look at people living with dementia, grief is always associated with loss. And there are many losses that people experience during their experience of dementia. And it might be a loss of independence. So if they've had their driver's license removed, they can't drive anymore. That has a huge impact on people's life. It may be the loss of the future that they had planned. They may have planned to travel. They may have planned to move countries or states. And those things become more difficult as people's dementia dementia progresses. It may be the loss of employment. They may have been employed at the time and because of their dementia have had to give up their role at work. So there's the loss of identity. There's the loss of relationships and families that often occur when people share that they've got a diagnosis of dementia. And many of our clients say that when they get a diagnosis of dementia and share that, it's one of the most socially isolating diagnoses. And I remember Ice was saying at one point, when people share they've got a diagnosis of cancer, people rally around. But when people share they've got a diagnosis of dementia, people disappear. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important for us to raise awareness and for us all to understand what we can do to make a difference in that way. There was a fascinating report, Marie, which came out. It was published in one of the local papers, but originally from the Times, reporting 50,000 adults over 60 and measuring the time that they were sitting. And it was shown that if you spend more than 10 hours a day sitting, um, it increases the risk of dementia, even with regular breaks to stand and walk around, which once upon a time we were told to do. Mm. It was going to... And it doesn't matter... If you have more than 10 hours, according to the researchers, uh, regularly standing up and having breaks doesn't undo the negative impact. So if you're sitting on your tush all day and then you go home and have dinner and sit and watch television for three hours, that's a cumulative effect. And that's all part of the amazing education we need in just that simple activity of going for a walk, just getting out and about, Marie. That's a good start, isn't it? It's a great start and we know that there are two things that build brain volume. One is exercise and the other is education. And it is really important that we stay active, that we get out, that we walk, that we do the... And doing the things that we love to stay active keeps us more motivated to keep doing them. Otherwise, it can become, oh my goodness, it's just another thing to do. But, you know, forming, being part of a walking group, having a walking buddy, these are all things that make a really big difference. Marie, can you very quickly tell us about your dementia? advocate program. Absolutely. We have a uh, Dementia Australia Advocates Committee and one of the things that they are people with the living experience of dementia and we go to that committee for advice on policy, for new services and programs that we're about to develop. We ask for their advice across a range of topics and it is really important that we do that because they're 
they are the experts mm. when it comes to dementia and they we get such incredible feedback from them about strategy, about you know things that the organisation should be participating in, about policy matters that where government come to us and we take that to our dementia advocates for feedback and that advice is absolutely critical in the development of all of the work that we do at Dementia Australia. Well you also are an incredible resource for people living with dementia or those caring for so head along to dementia.org.au the National Dementia Helpline is 1800 100 500, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So that's a really wonderful resource as well. Thank you so much for this awesome conversation, Marie. Thanks, Marie. Thank Good you luck. all. Thank Very you. much appreciated. Thank you. You, you have Thank a great you. Sunday.